Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Uh, revolution tonight. 
Yes, I will. And, of course, in addition to the rest of the news and views and history and birthdays, also, of course, uh, our radio network group tour tonight makes a stop. And, of course, in our tribute group to the uh, American Wrestling Association, which is, of course, AWA US History Lives is that group. And if you want to join us through the live video chat tonight, live video feed tonight for episode 368 of Revolution, you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash AWAUS history. Now, I do see someone has made it on there right now, and is, of course, another 2016 Hall of Famer. Uh, she is the last kicker herself, the one and only Miss Anne Marie Rickenbach, has now joined us here <clears throat> here tonight uh, through, that, through that live video feed. She's also, of course, a multiple trivia title holder in our trivia contest, of course, appropriately titled Revolution Reborn. Also, if you want to join us through the uh, normal method here, ladies and gentlemen, you can join us, of course, uh, through TalkShoot.com by dialing 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND. Press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here tonight, which also, in addition to our wrestling news and views, in our history and birthdays, of course, we do have a lot to talk about here. Of course, this past Sunday night, of course, SmackDown's contribution to the WWE pay-per-view scene. Of course, WWE Battleground 2017. We'll definitely talk about the results of that. As well as, of course, the results of last night's SmackDown Live, of course, was the aftermath of Battleground. Um, and a lot, a lot of things happened between both angles here. So we'll definitely be talking all about that here this evening. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's get right on into it with episode 368 of Revolution. And we start off with a little bit of wrestling news and views, courtesy of, of course, one, one half of our Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice, the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Gerardino. J.D., what's going on in the wrestling news scene this evening? Well, ESPN announced that the TCA Summer Press Tour on Tuesday that the 30 for 30 documentary on Ric Flair will uh, premiere in November. The documentary feature Nature Boy will premiere on November 7 at 10 p.m. on ESPN. Meanwhile, however, tonight Hideo Tommy will be taking on, however, believe it or not, however, I just saw a second, bear with me here. Uh, uh, let's see here, where was it? I just saw it. I know he was in action tonight against Cassius Ono, however, in the main event, however, believe it or not. It looks like uh, reports say that that was said to be a very, very good matchup. Meanwhile, however, WWE Diva Paige, however, is back in the news again. It seems like you can't go a day without hearing anything about Paige, however. And now, apparently, according to reports, however, they are now saying, however, there is no warrant, however, for her whatsoever. We'll talk about that in a second. But we did hear that Renee Young will be officially working Raw and SmackDown now, believe it or not, however. So it looks like she's going to be going back and forth, however, as she will be uh, doing, uh, apparently, however, pulling double duty this week. Excitedly posting on Instagram that she was thrilled to to reform her, quote, dream team with Ross Charlie Caruso, however. And as I just mentioned about Paige, we'll tell you about in a second. One last story about her real quick, however. Uh, uh, Where is it? I just saw it a second ago. Bear with me here, guys. Uh, okay, here we go. San Antonio PD. Here we go. This is the story. Uh, apparently, however, uh, earlier today, Paige posted about the rumor, but gave no context to her tweets. There had been rumors that an arrest warrant had been issued for her in regards to the incident earlier this month, however, and that she'd been arrested, however. Uh, Gentleman Newsweek shot down these rumors, saying, 
story go around that arrest warrant issued by WWE wrestler at real page WWE on battery charges false. State attorney's office tells me, however, mind you, that Orlando Police Department tell me they have submitted info for review to state attorney's office, however. Detectives found probable, quote, probable cause. Now PW Insider has confirmed with the San Antonio Police Department that, quote, no one matching the net name, Saria Jade, Jade Davis, or DOP, has been magistrate arrested, nor has an arrest warrant been issued for such person in Bexar R. County. The report that had been circulating claimed that the arrest warrant had been issued in San Antonio, where she and Alberto El Patron live. And one last story we did hear, however, about Global Force Wrestling, however, believe it or not, according to reports, I just saw it, so bear with me here. This is just coming in now, apparently. Rebby Hardy says Ed Nordholm is lying about the broken gimmick talks, however. This is how this came about, however, I'll tell you here in a second, so bear with me. Okay, here we go. Uh, GFW President Ed Nordholm spoke with Sports Illustrated about the company's ownership dispute with the Hardy Boys over Matt Hardy's quote, Broken Universe, however, gimmick. The highlights are listed as below. On if he'll sell the gimmick to them, I've stopped thinking about this. We have a show to put on and a company and a brand. We've got things on our plate that are more important than sorting out the, quote, broken brilliance. I made a genuine effort to resolve something that benefit the Hardys as a goodwill gesture to Matt. It didn't reach a conclusion and we're moving on. We're not going back to it. I'm not interested in opening a new dialogue. I'm not interested in opening another conversation about it. We made our best effort. It didn't happen. I'm not negotiated. I'm not going to negotiate all over again. On whether the Hardys' financial investment changes the ownership dynamic, Nordholm said, No. The company spent billions of dollars producing TV last year, including all of the shows, however, that incorporate the various aspects of the quote, broken brilliance. I don't know whether Jeff and Matt had some out-of-pocket expenses that they might have had on the volcano and the like, but that would not change in any way, shape, or form what their contracts say about who owns the IP. If they had some out-of-pocket expenses, they certainly have brought them to my, never brought them to my attention. To suggest that they somehow funded the show is absurd. Now, Rebecca Hardy took to Twitter earlier this evening to react to Ed Nordholm's claims that GFW has never come to terms with the Hardys on a deal for their Broken Universe gimmick. Rebby, who has been outspoken to say the least about the dispute between the Hardys and GFSW slash TNA, posted to Twitter claiming that Matt Hardy recorded all of his phone conversations with Nordholm, and that the latter is, quote, lying through his yellow Canadian teeth. You can see the post below. Rebby Hardy says Matt Hardy has taped every phone call with Ed Nordholm. And uh, finally, on what prevented their deal with the Hardys for the gimmick from being completed, however, Nordholm said in the SI article, what prevented it from completion is we've never come to terms. I have made numerous efforts going back to February in the time of the cease and desist order to ring up honor for advertising the Broken Hardys for their 15th anniversary pay-per-view to make an arrangement with Matt Hardy to use the gimmick. Every time we have had those conversations, they sort of start warm and then end up not coming to fruition due to an inability to come to an agreement as to what basis I would confer those rates on him. Yeah, we, uh, that was something we touched on a little bit earlier there too, but that's kind of amazing that, uh, just to reiterate on this, does it, it appears now, from the way this apparently the president of GFW, I think he's just been sick. Of, I think he's just pretty much sick and tired of talking about all this. And I think he's just pretty much um, like WWE's probably not going to get a chance to uh, give the hardest opportunity to use the gimmick, unfortunately, because nothing was never worked out here. It seems. Well, the thing is, though, however, if that's the case, however, I mean. 
They're out, they have been talking for the last few weeks or for a while now that they do want to maybe do the Broken Hardy gimmick in WWE. But the question is, will they be allowed to do it, and can WWE allow that to happen, however, with what's been going on lately? Right, but of course, obviously, right now at this point, uh, the Hardys, it's like, it's like the Hardys won't get a chance to use that in WWE anytime soon. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens later on with that. There, thank you very much, dear JD. Of course, JD, along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team. We bring you all the news that fits the print. If it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, <clears throat> uh, Super Glue and Duct Tape, the best combination all around, old fashioned. You cannot beat that combination whatsoever. Uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get started here with our rest of history. Back. Okay, all right, JD, thank you very much. Uh, <clears throat> um, and let's go ahead and get started here with our rest of history here for today, uh, July the 26th. Uh, 29 years ago here today, which would put it at, uh, let me see here, 19, it's like uh, 1988, yes. And near, near my neck of woods here, Greensboro, North Carolina, Dusty Rhodes defeated Ric Flair in a steel cage match to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. 17 years ago today, WWE presented Fully Loaded from the Selen Arena in Fresno, California. 9,855 were in attendance with 329,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Up from 210,000 homes for the July 1997 pay-per-view in your house, Canadian Stampede. And ladies and gentlemen, forgive me here for this one saying, I know JD had to step out here, but apparently I'm, not, I'm going to have to do the same thing as well. So uh, please, uh, by all means, uh, Anil and John, just stand by on here for just one second. And uh, we'll be, and Ann also stand by here for just one second. I will be back here momentarily. And uh, in the meantime, I will... Uh, I will be. I will. I will play a little bit more of our opening thing, which is, of course, as you know, the theme for WWS Revolution: "Eat the Rich" by Aerosmith. I'll be back here momentarily. Thank <laughs> you. 
ladies and gentlemen, my apologies here for the delay. I am back on. I had to step away for just one second. Uh, JD, have you returned? He has not returned yet. Okay. I do see that Anil has had to leave us as well, so we do thank you for coming home here as well. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, uh, as we were right in the middle of our rest of history here for today, July the 26th. Let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, as I was saying, like I said, uh, let me go back and repeat uh, where I was, where we stopped at here before I had to step away. Uh, excuse me, 17 years ago today, we put it at the year 2000. WWF presented fully loaded from the Selen Arena in Fresno, California. 9,855 were in attendance, with 329,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. It is up 210,000 homes. For the July 1997 pay-per-view in your house, Canadian Stampede. The Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin won the WWF Tag Team titles over Kane and Mankind. This was Stone Cold's third Tag Team title reign. As for the Undertaker, this was his first Tag Team title reign. Sixteen years ago today, put it at 2001, <clears throat> uh, at a Raw is War taping in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Elo Brown defeats Jeff Jarrett in a title for title match to win the WWF Intercontinental title. Elo's European title was also at stake in the match. Elo was the first man ever to win both the Intercontinental and European title at the same time. At SummerSlam 99, Jeff Jarrett would follow, and then six months later, Kurt Angle would follow after he defeated Chris Jericho to win the Intercontinental title at No Way Out 2000. Eleven years ago today, we put it at 2006 on Monday Night Raw from J.D.'s Neck of the Woods, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Chris Benoit defeated Triple H in a 60-minute Ironman match to retain the World Heavyweight title. Benoit went on to tie the match at 47 minutes and 57 seconds via the crossface. They won it with Benoit pinning Triple H following a rock bottom by Eugene. Today, this remains the last time a one-hour Ironman match was done on broadcast television. The first time that it was done on broadcast TV was on September 18, 2003, on SmackDown when Brock Lesnar defeat, uh, battled Kurt Angle. Six years ago today, we put it at 2011, WWE presented Night of Champions from the Wachovia Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, my apologies here. I think you had, John had uh, had something here a little bit mixed up. Uh, the Ric Flair Dusty Rose match that happened 31 years ago today, which would, would have been uh, 1986, uh, and 19 years ago would have been fully lo fully loaded, uh, which was um, let's see here. Uh, 
looks like it would have been 1998 and and um, and uh, 18 years ago, which would have been 1999, when D'Lo Brown became the uh, was was dubbed the Euro Continental Champion. Thirteen years ago today, Chris, and that was thirteen years ago was two thousand four. Kristen Wabi, Triple H, and 60-man Ironman match to attain the World Heavyweight title. And now, eight years ago today, which would put it at 2009, WWE presented nine of champions from the, from the Wachovia Center at, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And, here's her, and here are the ones that took place here. Big Show replaced Edge as Chris Jericho's partner. After Edge went down with an injury, they still retained the tag team belts over Legacy. On the Raw side of the main event, Randy Orton defeated Triple H and John Cena in a triple threat match to retain the WWE title. Nikki James defeated Maurice to win the WWE Divas title, and Jeff Hardy defeated CM Punk to regain the World Heavyweight title. Uh, on this day here a year ago, 2016, WWE presented SmackDown Live from Buffalo, New York, there was a lot of things going on. SmackDown with Apollo Crews winning the Battle Royal over Kane to give Spawn the six-pack challenge. Also, SmackDown debuts in Carmella and Alexa Bliss. Plus, making his return to SmackDown was Rhino as a gourd Heath Slater. Shelton Benjamin also signed to the SmackDown Live brand as vignettes were shown up in, but he suffered an injury. And Dolph Ziggler surprised everyone by defeating AJ Styles, Apollo Crews, Bray Wyatt, Baron Corbin, and John Cena in a six-pack challenge by challenging Dean Ambrose for the WWE title at SummerSlam. And also, we have uh, a couple birthdays here today. Uh, happy 35th birthday to uh, current NXT talent Roderick Strong, and also happy 61st birthday to a uh, wrestling legend in Wildfire Tommy Rich. So happy birthday to Roderick Strong and Tommy Rich here today, ladies and gentlemen. And that is, that is all we've got for our history and birthdays here for today. Uh, <clears throat> and so, John, thank you very much for providing the rest of the history for today. Uh, J.D. Uh, will probably be back on in a few moments, but I do thank him for popping on, for bringing in uh, the rest of the news and views here tonight. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. call ID one three eight zero five five pounds this is episode 368 of the Mothership Broadcast, WWS Revolution. This is uh, Wednesday, July 26, 2017. Uh, once again, I am Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. Uh, of course, I have with me, I have with me Rob. right now. He's currently stepped away, but he will be back momentarily. He is the Iceman, J.D. Jared Girolamo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 and 17 Hall of Famer, as well as, of course, <clears throat> part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. We also, of course, have the human suplex machine, John Gross. John is the first 2016 Hall of Famer. <clears throat> and also, of course, a big part of our Raw Radio broadcast team. Uh, we also want to thank Anel from Florida for coming back on again tonight. Of course, he joined me for Outside the Ropes here earlier, and then I did understand he joined JD for Wrestling Debate earlier as well. So he's making quite an impact here with folks in WWS. I do thank you for popping on here tonight and helping us out here with uh, several several of our shows. 
And uh, we may talk to him again here. If he doesn't pop on back on tonight, he probably will be back on sometime, uh, some, I hope maybe sometime tomorrow. We, don't, we never know. Uh, while J.D. has not returned yet, I'll go ahead and start with John here. Uh, as he gets ready to do both of Battleground and uh, SmackDown live. And I do see that. I think J.D. is made back on here. Thank yeah, you. I hear him whistling back here. Yep. I that or he's dropped a bomb. No, I'm back. <laughs> okay. He dropped a bomb on me. Okay, sorry. Okay, I can't say. Uh, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and see what John has to say here about Battleground here. Uh, uh, first, I was going to say he's going to go to the kickoff match. First of all, he was surprised that Aiden English defeated Ty Dillinger. It seems they're burying Ty Dillinger to no end. John honestly thought... <clears throat> That Dillinger had quite of a good momentum since he came to the WWE, but it looks like as if the, as if they are just simply burying him. Uh, he also goes on to say, "New Day in the Usos." John want to say, "Perfectly executed tag team match." These guys pretty much stole the show in his eyes. Even that super kick surprised by one of the Usos when Xavier was on the top rope, very impressive. But the New Day are now the new SmackDown tag team champions, and Kofi Kingston and Big E. And not only become Raw Tag Team Champions, but are now SmackDown Tag Team Champions, similar to Alexa Bliss winning the SmackDown Women's Title and the Raw Women's Title. Okay. Also, Kofi Kingston made history himself with the Tag Team Titles. He won the Tag Team Championship with CM Punk, <clears throat> won it with also with Evan Bourne, R-Truth, and held it with Biggie until they were Raw Tag Team Champions. And now he's a SmackDown Tag Team Champion. That's a big accolade right there, of course. For Kobe Kingston, yes, it is. Nakamura getting a cheap DQ win over Baron Corbin with Corbin getting the low blow. And after the match, Corbin left Nakamura lane. The fatal five-way elimination match. John knows everybody here in our Revolution page comment on this is the best match of the night. Talking about our poll that we did here earlier uh, that I started here, and of course the poll, uh, the the votes are continuing there, ladies and gentlemen. So, 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 like I said, uh, John does thank everyone for voting, but the Voting continues. So if, you, so if anyone out in here that, that listens, of course, uh, always is a frequent visitor of our Revolution Radio Facebook page, that poll is still on there. And please feel free to continue to vote on it as well. Of course, as we continue to talk about Battleground here this week in the radio network. Uh, so John says, so everyone here at WWS Revolution, thank you for voting the Battleground match tonight. Also, also even, though, even though I don't say who votes for what, uh, uh, but, uh, <clears throat> uh, but, I, but I will say that uh, that some someone here did vote for the match between Styles and Kevin Owens. John says, anyway, Natalia gets a big victory over Charlotte, Amina, Lana, and Becky Lynch, and she's on her way to SummerSlam to take on Naomi for the women's title. Natalia and Naomi might not be on the card. It should be up on the pre-show. <clears throat> now for the U.S. title match, Owens and Styles was good. But John didn't like the finish with Owens blocking the crossface into a pinfall victory. They were planning to have AJ win, but Vince must have called an audible. John said he doesn't know, so Owens is a three-time, three-time, three-time United States champion. The flag match, John has to admit, Cena and Rusev was better. It was okay. The thing that he doesn't get now is why the flag had to be put on, on the entryway. John was assuming that they were going to do that now. They are going to do that now. Surprised when Rusev brought the table in, all the fans started chanting ECW. 
Uh, okay, we all know Philadelphia is crazy about their ECW chance. And John says, "I for one, him for one does not. He does not blame them at all." Uh, Cena does get to win by hitting the attitude adjustment to the table, and he wins the U.S. flag. Now John says, "Getting onto the fashion files, he doesn't know who would attack uh, the fashion police." Ascension confesses their crime, saying that they did it. But then Ascension is let free, but still the attack continues. Somebody is still attacking Brizongo. Uh, John says, oh, no, he says, oh, no, don't you think? You're right, it's me, Brizongo. It's me, Brizongo. It was me all along, Brizongo. And he's quoting Vince McMahon as actually saying that. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see what else John has to say here. John said, even thinking that Max Headroom might have a part of doing this. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a long time. John's talking, asking if we remember the Max Headroom 1987 incident where they hacked into local stations. John thinks it was the Max Headroom hack. <laughs> okay. John says, anyway, moving on, Sami Zayn defeats Mike Kanellis. The other should have got the win right there, but John was surprised to see that Zayn picked up the big one right here. Now it leads to the main event, the third Punjabi prison match for the WWE title. Once Mahal and Orton were in the ring, it was good. That's when things turned ugly on the outside. John says he does mean ugly. Backstage, Mahal's brothers said they would not be there, but they would watch and celebrate with Mahal if he beats Orton. John says, lies, lies, lies. We all knew they were going to interfere, and they did. But one paid the price for it when Orton punched him off the announce table when he was climbing the cage. John had flashbacks in 98 King of the Ring when Undertaker threw mankind off the cage. And just as Orton was close to winning his 14th WWE title against Mahal, Mahal's music plays again, 
And John thought to himself, Did Mahal go under the ring and escape the cage? Or did he do something to get out of the cage? But the fans were cheering. Now, on the entrance, I guess who showed up um, <clears throat> in about, for the last time in about three years, the great Kali the master of the Punjabi prison match. I see that uh, it appears that Anil has joined us, rejoined us for 368 of Revolution. Thank you very much, Anil, for returning. Uh, uh, colleague chokes out Orton and allows Mahal to retain the WWE title. So does this mean we are going to see Kali in the ring again? And John also says, so he thinks second next to Batista and Kali at numbers 2007. This match is okay, but it was stale. John said he doesn't know, but Battle Round was good. The tag team match was great, but the Punjabi prison match did not bring a taste to his mouth one bit. Uh, Anil was saying that the only, he only liked two matches at Battleground, which was the Fatal Five-Way match and the WWE Tag Team Title match, and that's about and that's about it. Uh, JD, let's see what your thoughts about Battleground was this past Sunday, please. Okay. Well, of course, John brought up a good point. Of course, Ty Dillinger taking on Aiden English. I mean, Aiden English. I'm surprised they're holding on to him this long. It just continues to be the most stupidest gimmick by far. However, I don't know why they continue to, uh, like I said, however, do anything with this guy. This guy is an absolute waste of space. This guy continues to be absolutely, ridiculously, horribly bad. I don't know why they continue to hold on to him. This guy just really makes me want to gag. Uh, that being said, however, I'm hoping they do something with Ty Dillinger and really soon. Otherwise, however, they might have to send him back down to NXT. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. Uh, up next, of course, we got the Usos versus the New Day. I thought the Usos were going to retain here, but I was surprised to see the New Day, of course, end up winning here. However, mind you, however, 
And the question is, where do they go from here, however? Do they have another match with each other, uh, possibly maybe, say, at SummerSlam? Or uh, maybe uh, before SummerSlam? We'll have to wait and see, obviously. Uh, but that being said, I was surprised to see the New Day uh, capture the gold off the Usos. Next, of course, however, we have Nakamura and Corbin. Of course, this was okay, but uh, Corbin decided to take the cheap way out by low-blowing the King of Song Island, the two-time champion, Mr. Nakamura. Uh, this was okay, but it was a little sluggish in spots, however, and could have been a little bit better, but uh, hey, it is what it is. Natty, of course, winning the final five-way surprised me. I thought Charlotte was going to win this matchup. Uh, I don't think this matchup between her and Naomi is going to be all that great at SummerSlam, I think. Uh, they just did it because of uh, who Natty's married to, in my opinion, because Tyson Kidd's got a new job, apparently, in WWE, and I guess he pleaded with Vincent Rodog to have his wife have at least one big run, however... Or maybe one final run. I don't really know, however. But uh, Natty winning the Fatal Five Way surprised me. I thought it was going to be the Becky or Charlotte. But uh, I just think the whole uh, Natty-Naomi thing is not going to come off really well. And, of course, she dissed Naomi after when Naomi tried to be nice and offer her a handshake. Natty just walked off being her snotty, snooty, arrogant self, however. So, like I said, however, I just don't think these two are going to gel well with each other. And I think they're going to be in for a big disappointment. I think this might be one of the big disappointment matches coming up at SummerSlam now. Uh, AJ and Owens, of course, was a surprise. The referee should have counted better, however, if you ask me. However, I was surprised to see Owens get the title back, obviously, after just a couple of weeks with AJ winning the belt previously at the Garden. But, of course, we saw what happened last night, which we'll talk about. They're playing hot potato with that U.S. title, apparently, now because AJ's got the belt back again with him after what happened last night. Uh, this was a fairly decent, okay match. I mean, it wasn't one of their better ones, but still... I was not surprised. I mean, I was a little surprised. I shouldn't say I wasn't surprised. I was a little surprised that Owens got the belt back so quickly like this, however, but obviously it didn't last very long as we saw. Cena versus Rusev. Yawn, boring, subpar, ho-hum, piss break, snack break, whatever you want to call it, type of match. I mean, this went um, way too long. Uh, Obviously, now it looks like, however, they don't have anything for Rusev to do following this, however, unless they got a plan for him going into SummerSlam. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Cena winning was a no-brainer, especially after what Rusev had been saying about uh, the U.S., of course, and of Shane McMahon, however, in character. However, as a late, I'm still surprised they went on with this match, despite the fact they should have canceled it originally. Uh, but this was a lackluster match. This really did not excite me, and this really bored me to no end. Sammy saying in the peril, power of love, however, I mean, Sammy, nice to see him get a win. However, can Sammy continue to bury him, obviously, however, but hopefully they don't start crapping all over Ben and Maria. The power of love couple is too good at this point, and if they waste them, then what was the point of bringing them in, however? Uh, Sammy obviously needed retribution after what happened on uh, SmackDown the previous week, so I guess uh, that feud might have ended once in a fall. But again, you never know. We might see this feud continue on just a little bit more, but I don't think so. I think it's time to go different directions with both of these guys. Now to my ultimate, as MLD likes to do her thing, and as well as me most of the time, my bitch fit meltdown moment of the night. The whole Jinder Mahal-Randy Orton matchup. First off, this match went on way too long, I feel. This match was not all that great. It was okay in doses, but it could have been better, but I was really not impressed with this matchup. Number two. As far as the Singh brothers, I mean, do we really need to see Jinder's goons again, the bitch boy Singh brothers, 
help him out, however. It obviously shows that Jinder has no balls whatsoever doing things on his own because he has to have help every chance he gets. And if memory serves me, I think it was Daniel Bryan or Shane O'Mac said, however, you're not allowed at ringside, however. They even were told not to be at ringside. But what happens? Oh, they get underneath the ring, however, and somehow are hidden there the whole time, however, before they could pop out and somehow give Jinder a victory. Now, this is where I want to go really totally apeshit. Why in the blue hell did you bring back the great Collie? What is this, 2006, 2007? The guy has been out of wrestling for three years, doing his own thing as far as wrestling school in India. And last I heard, I also believe he is a part-time policeman or detective in India. But why the hell did you have to fly him all the way back from India after all the way from India back into the WWE and into Philadelphia after a three-year layoff and spent 16 hours in the air to bring him back to be a henchman to freaking Jinder Mahal. Seriously. I mean, we do not need to see this guy back in the WWE. I'm sorry. This guy is an absolute waste of space, and all he's now going to be, apparently like the Singh brothers, is going to be Jinder's protector because, once again, Jinder doesn't have the balls or the cojones to fight his battles by himself because he has to have help because he's a little coward bitch that he knows, however, he'll get beat, however, in somehow, some way, however, he's afraid to do things on his own. So now it looks like we might see possibly Jinder and Cena at SummerSlam. Maybe. That is the early talk I've been hearing, depending on what happens next week, how obviously with that big number one contenders match, which is going to be a great match, and I'll talk more about that when we get to the SmackDown review. But do we really need to see now a Kali randy Orton program at SummerSlam? Do we really want to go that way, however? And it looks like they're going to go that way with this. Do we really want to see it in Brooklyn? I sure as hell don't. Like I said, Kali should have stayed retired. Kali should have stayed in his own country. However, he shouldn't have even been brought back for this. So, yeah, this pay-per-view, however, is right along on the uplines of payback, however. This was absolutely one of the worst shows of the year. The WWE should be appalled at some of the booking they made here, however. And there was a lot of people I talked about this on Raw Radio Monday, however, and over the last day or two even as well, however, on and offline, however. I don't know who the hell was booking this shit Sunday night, however, whether it was Vince McMahon, Road Dog, whoever. But whoever it was, however, better have their freaking head examined because right now WWE uh, SmackDown brand is in big, big, big time trouble right now heading into SummerSlam. I mean, a few months ago when the shakeup happened, we thought it was going to be maybe both shows were going to do pretty well. Well, right now it seems like more and more SmackDown continues to grow stale because of, obviously, however, Raw taking most of their talent, and obviously WWE relying on certain people that should be given opportunities and hand to them on a silver platter, i.e. Jinder Mahal. Like I said, they better get their act straightened out very quickly because right now, the last few weeks, it seems like, Raw's been doing a little bit better than them. And like I said, if they don't get any better as far as SmackDown goes, however, they're going to be in big-time trouble. They're going to continue to be in big-time trouble. And then heads are going to be chopped off at the, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, at the guillotine. Because right now, I think there's a few people right now that are right now could be on their way out of WWE writing, whether it be Road Dog, whether it be... Uh, whoever else is writing for their SmackDown team right now. I don't know all the SmackDown writers right now, but I know Road Dogg's one of them. But I'll tell you what, they better start improving on their writing, however, as far as SmackDown goes, because like I said, lately, 
Even though Raw continues to be stale at times, however, they've done a little bit of a better effort the last few weeks by being put on some somewhat half-decent quality entertainment. But again, WWE's booking staff, however, is just really, really caught in a time paradox. They think that some of the stuff, like the great Khali, it's 2006, 2007, we need him back. And meanwhile in Raw, how they're doing stuff from like the Attitude Era, the pre-Attitude Era, by doing This Is Your Life, Bailey, the whole Marball thing, the whole uh, Jason Jordan, Kurt Angle, father storyline. I mean, they better just just do better writing right now, because if they don't, however, they're going to see both of these shows either come to an end or they're just going to continue to be crapped all over by fans like you and me out there. So, like I said, very, very disappointing show, however, and this is the second worst show of the year by far. Thank you very much there, KG, for providing us with your thoughts on uh, Battle Brown. We'll get to your SmackDown review here in just a few moments. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Neil did start to say did start to say something about the... Uh, about the, um, um, uh, he said the rest of the uh, battleground, he did say that he enjoyed the Fatal Five Way Elimination match and the WWE tail, uh, tag team title match. That was about it. Because the rest of the card was stale. It jumped, I mean, a nil thing said there wasn't any interferences in the Punjabi prison match, then people would be more excited. Uh, <clears throat> we also have, we also have, um, I uh, guess forward here as well. Uh, we do welcome guests forward to Revolution here as well, and they're on here uh, just 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 chatting. Uh, he uh, Neil said he wanted to see Tamina win the Fatal Five Way match, and the, of course, of course Natalia won. Uh, he, he says he wants Tamina to be in the champion. He wants him to, her to be in the championship picture soon. Uh, he. Um, and Neil also said that he believes that WWE, WWE should give other people a chance and not show the same individuals in a title picture, such as Tamina, Nakamura, Finn Balor, Bailey, Bailey, to name a few. And, and Neil was also saying that he didn't think that Bailey was going to win against Alexa Bliss at, Bliss at SummerSlam either. So that would not be a surprise. Uh, uh, John actually agreed with Neil and said, I agree. He agreed that he, I'm. I'm uh, people that need to give people they need to give people a chance. So, and he says he doubts Bailey will, will win against Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam. Okay, well that's the story for another uh, for another night right there. Uh, okay, um, John John and Neil, if you want to put your thoughts up down about uh, down Live, we'd love to hear what you what what you'll have to say about that show. In the meantime, I want to do that. Let's go ahead and bring JD in once again, and let's see what he says about last night's SmackDown. Okay. Well, SmackDown last night in Richmond wasn't a bad show, i got to say. Of course, we had the uh, man, the myth, the legend, drink it in, man. Yes, he was back, and we didn't think we would see him back so soon. However, Mr. Jericho, however, if you will, make an interesting statement, if you will, however, as he challenged both AJ and his one-time uh, festival friendship comrade, if you will, Kevin Owens, show up here, however, mind you, however, uh, and challenge for the U.S. title. And, of course, Shane made that announcement later in the night as A.J. was, uh, Owens was not too very happy. 
Of course, our first match was a rematch from Sunday Battleground, Nakamura versus Corbin. This was a little bit better than their match Sunday, I thought. I was not surprised Nakamura got retribution on Corbin, especially after what had happened on Sunday, so that was pretty good to see. Uh, I think they've had a pretty good feud with each other so far, and hopefully this feud will continue on just a little bit more. Next, we had uh, Becky and Charlotte, the two former uh, longtime rivals and enemies are apparently BFFs now, at least for the time being, are taking on Lana Tamina. As a result, of course, this uh, was an okay match. It wasn't great. It was fairly okay. Uh, but I do think at some point you're going to see Charlotte go back to her heel ways. I think it makes sense. I don't think fans are still buying her as a face, however. And I think you're definitely going to see her turn heel at some point. Uh, speaking of heel, however, you have a little bit of a rift between Lana and Tamina. Obviously, I don't know where this is going, however. I think Lana definitely, uh, with her new attitude and gimmick, has not gone over with the fans. It has not been entertaining to me personally. I think she should have stayed down in the developmental a little longer to work on her in-ring ability. I think she was rushed up again way too quickly with this whole new gimmick. Uh, granted, I mean, she's somewhat fairly decent outside of the ring as a person and human being. Somewhat, if you want to call it that. But as far as her in-ring ability, she has just become very, very sluggish. She's been very sloppy. She just has not been very entertaining to watch. Speaking of entertaining to watch, of course, that leads us to, once again, everyone's favorite person, the Maharaja of Madness, the Punjabi Prince, as I call him, the Maharaja Meathead, and the Punjabi uh, Pissant, Jinder Mahal. And, of course, once again, he cries about every little thing he's, Thinking no one, everyone's everyone. He should, everyone should uh, respect him. Blah blah blah. You know what? Again, to quote Chris Jericho, as I've said many times over, however, at times, however, Jinder Mahal, just please shut the hell up, okay? Really, shut the hell up. We do not care that you're this great prince and whatever, however, you're an absolute tool. You're an absolute douche. You continue to be an arrogant little pissant that just pisses everyone off, including me, because basically you had your lips pressed against Vince's backside because you basically stole the title a few months ago, backlash from Randy, and you continue to be this arrogant little tool. And you're going to get what's coming to you eventually, I feel, at SummerSlam. Now, speaking of which, of course, that leads us to the big announcement for next week. However, that should be very, very good, of course. However, between Nakamura and Cena, I think that is going to be a great match. And I said this tonight on debate, however. I hope to God that next week you put that as your main event. That should be your main event next week in Cleveland. That'll be absolutely a killer match. I think you give them 20, 25 minutes. If you put it on the beginning, you can still go 20 or 25 minutes, but I think you have to push it to the main event. If you put it into the early part of the second hour, then the 9 o'clock hour at the start of hour 2, Hopefully you get a good rating. If you don't, however, then you're just going to cheat your, you're gonna cheat not only the fans, how you're just going to basically hear the anger once again from fans like me and everyone out there as well. Next, of course, we had Ty Dillinger and Sami Zayn taking on Mr. Aiden English and Mike Canella. Sami and Ty got retribution on their two ads. Sami beats Mike again, and Ty beats Aiden in retribution for Sunday. Uh... Like I said, I just don't know where they're going with this whole Aiden English thing at this point. However, I think uh, unless they uh, change his gimmick and very soon he could be back down in NXT as well. Uh, could be sent maybe back down in NXT. However, unless they're going to keep him around a little longer. Canellis, they uh, really haven't done much with him as of yet. And I know this was only his third match on the roster. How he's been only in three matches so far. So he's one and two right now. Uh, considering this was a tag match, of course, he did win his opener, obviously, last Tuesday in Birmingham. Then, of course, he lost his tape-per-view debut on Sunday, which I thought was a little out there. But 
to team up with an English teller here last night, I think, was okay. I mean, it wasn't great. But, uh, like I said, I just think uh, at this point, however, both of these guys, English and Canales, ought to go off in their different ways. I think Canales, they've got to do something with him very soon, I feel, because when he came in along with me, they were going to do something big. And so far, it's been a mixed bag for me. I mean, as much as I love Maria, and I do love Maria, I don't know why I think Canales is also great, too. They better start uh, giving these guys more time and give them decent, better programming to work with. Otherwise, however, they could be finding themselves either back in NXT or out of the WWE altogether. English, like I said, should be thankful right now. He's still around at this point, despite the fact that he continued to do this whole stupid singing thing with him, which is absolutely hokey. Uh, and, of course, you know what I said about Ty and Sammy. And as far as the main event goes, it was really good. Actually, it was one of the better matches, the second-best match of the night behind the main event. Uh, I was not surprised AJ got the belt again, however, as he defeated Jericho and Owens. But the question is, however, what's going to happen now, however, obviously? I mean, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens, however. Obviously, of course, next week, however, uh, apparently Kevin Owens now says that next week, however, it says here, I guess, however, uh, like I said, however, he complains that the whole thing wasn't fair. It's not fair Jericho was It wasn't fair that Shane made him defend a triple threat match. Uh, Owens, get over it, okay? Quit your belly aching, quit your whining, bitching, and pissing and moaning. Just get over it. But, of course, next week we're going to have a rematch again, obviously. Now, there's talk, however, and I don't know if everyone saw it or not, how maybe they did, how in the backstage area, there was some, some, there was some intensity between Shane and KO. I'm hoping to God they do not lead this into a match at SummerSlam between these two. We do not want to, I do not want to see these two go at it at SummerSlam because I think if they do uh, fight at SummerSlam, I think Shane is going to be just like he was against The Undertaker a couple of years ago in way over his head and possibly uh, looking to uh, basically have his butt handed to him in more ways than one. If he doesn't, I'll be surprised, but I hope this does not lead into a Shane KO match at SummerSlam. I think we can do it without but, uh, obviously, next week, the big match that I'm really looking forward to, obviously, is uh, Nakamura and Cena. Like I said, you better do this right, however. Uh, booking team is SmackDown, however. Like I said, if you're smart, however, push the AJ Styles-Owens match maybe to the opening part of the show, however, or at least into the second hour. But if uh, you uh, put uh, the Nakamura thing, however, at that time, I'm still not going to say it's bad, however, but... You better find a way to put these two matches at the right times. I mean, like I said, what I'm suggesting right now, and I hope that you're listening to me loud and clear. If you're smart, however, depending on what you do, however, again, depending on whatever matches you have, however, uh, I hope you put the Nakamura Cena match in the main event. You could eat up that last 30 minutes of the show from 9:30 to 10 into the after 10 o'clock hour before 2:05 live by going 20, 25, 30 minutes with Nakamura Cena. If you do it right, and I hope you do it right, however. But hopefully it will not end in a small finish, but I do smell a small coming there. If not, however, you can maybe do it at the beginning of the show, however, to get that big uh, start for the uh, first hour of, uh, through Tuesday night, however, in the opening hour. We'll have to wait and see, but I think Nakamura and Cena could be one of the best matches of the year. I'm just hoping they don't louse it up. But yeah, last night, uh, this was kind of a little bit better than Sunday's show, but again, they still need a lot of help, and hopefully with four weeks to go to SummerSlam, they can start improving on that, so we'll have to wait and see. Okay, J.D., thank you very much there, sir, for providing us with your uh, SmackDown uh, review there as well. Thank you very much. Uh, I do happen to notice here that John and Anil at the same time have been uh, 
giving us their, their thoughts about what happened on SmackDown. Let's, and I'll read what both of them say at the same time. They're kind of intermixed together here. Let's see what we have here. Uh, uh, John says SmackDown wasn't as bad as it was. Kicked off with a big return, though, of course, Chris Jericho. Guess what? AJ Styles and Kevin Owens, you both made the list to Jericho. And Shane announces that Jericho versus Owens versus Styles will be a triple threat match for the United States title. John says he was surprised that they're reuniting Becky Lynch and Charlotte again. It might turn Charlotte heel soon. Uh, the Lana Tamina thing, John, and he's actually going to agree with UJD about that, about the deal with Lana and Tamina. Uh, Emil says he believes SmackDown was glorious. He liked the return of Chris Jericho and Daniel Bryan, and the women's match was decent. John also says I don't think Lana is, is, is not like Lana is not good enough to be on SmackDown. Okay, Emil says he did like the tag team match, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows versus the Revival. Wait a minute, I thought that's on Raw, isn't it? Is the club in a revival on Raw, or are they on SmackDown? JD? He had to step away for a minute. Anyway, John says, and Jinder talking about his glorious victory over Orton. Cena shows up and confronts Jinder, and then Daniel Bryan shows up and announces. Cena versus Nakamura. This is going to be good. And maybe this should be your main event. This better be your main event, or else. Or else. Uh, don't make me don't make John fly to Stanford WWE headquarters to yell at you all <laughs> okay. anyway John says uh, man Mill says uh, he hated how the Usos ruined the New Day Championship celebration by attacking them from behind uh, we also have guest number four also agree and say that was, that was great as well Emil says that the public part was when Big E came late to rescue Trophy and Xavier Woods from the attack. But the triple threat and Johnson's triple threat match for the United States Championship was good. It was a good main event. But Styles becomes champion again for the second time. And Ann, go ahead and bring us your thoughts and opinions about SmackDown as well. Uh, also, guess what? We did find out his name is Reggie. Uh, Reggie, welcome to number 368 of Revolution. Uh, John says, so established as the United States champion, where does this rivalry between Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens go from here? <clears throat> I would think so, too. I would definitely think so here, too. Uh, and uh, um, our, our another... Uh, gentleman here just popped on here, like I said, his name is Reggie. He says, this is actually, he's calling Revolution the best wrestling call on talk shoes. There are a few other ones that they don't have the talent. Ooh! Well, thank you, Reggie. Where are you calling? Where, where are you from, my man? Uh, we appreciate that. Yeah, we do definitely appreciate that, though, of course. Uh, uh, we're not gloating, boasting, or bragging, but the man has good taste. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, and <clears throat> oh, Neil, I, I, I think you didn't have a right. I think I, I, like I said, I think uh, when you said, um, let me go back to what he was saying here. Where was it? 
the club and the revival are on Raw. Am I right about that, uh, JD? Yeah. Okay. That was well, Monday Neil, night. That was Monday night. Yeah. Yeah, and Neil got it confused. He thought it was. That's okay. You know, yeah. don't worry about it. That's all we're talking about. But he also what he meant to say was Aiden English and Mike Kanellis versus Sami Zayn and Ty Dillinger. Oh, okay. And John said that's all he's got for his SmackDown review as well. And now we've got another one. We have another person. Guest number five is showing up here into the chat box here on 368 Revolution and all. Hey, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Uh, uh, John says, bang, guest five is here. <laughs> uh, Anne is saying that she's on the live video chat at AWA US History Lives. Uh, uh, his her thoughts from last night's SmackDown Live was okay. She was shocked to see AJ win the main event and White and also Jericho showing up. The SmackDown uh, women's tag match was also okay. Yes, five is here. You know who it is. Who is guess five? He says, it was me all along, Austin. Ha, 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 ha. Hmm. Well, guess five, you sure have me, you sure have me, uh, uh, kind of puzzled here. Uh, oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> you son of a gun. <laughs> Don't do that to me, man. Come on. <laughs> you you did that last night, didn't you? Yeah. You did that. You sick puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and John goes, what the? <laughs> you son of a <laughs> John, John, I agree with you. Okay. Uh, it's hot to take J.D. behind the shed and beat him up. <laughs> Use don't oh sneak one up on the balls. You might give me a heart attack. Who the heck hopping on here? How in the heck are you sneaking on here and be, I don't know. And you oh, oh, you're just able to do it. Okay, you you sly dog. Okay, right. okay, touche. You got me. Yeah, touche. Very good. Uh, yeah, how's it like if I came on there and uh, and say, hey, look, hey, hey, look at this. I'm doing yeah. Whatever. Okay, I, okay. But, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, guest number five, by the way, was our own Iceman, <laughs> J.D. Drama. And also, J- J- uh, Johnson, he was also the turkey all along. Yeah, you, you're right about that. He is a t- <laughs> Oh, Lord, have mercy. Yeah, and John, oh, J.D., you're admitting you're a turkey? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Not too, not too bad, JD. Uh, touche, mm-hmm. man. Seriously, touche. You got it. okay. You, you, you did fine. You did. Fine. I need, I needed, I needed a, uh, a uh, kind of something to perk me up a bit here because I was, I thought I was about to lose off here, ladies and gentlemen. My apologies here. Uh, and John said he also has three druids waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like listening to this and I and. 
oh, you did all the, oh, you're admitting all this. <laughs> Be dangerous about admitting about all this, man, because it's going to come back and bite you in the, okay. <laughs> okay. Cute, 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 cute. Is your news partner and head of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, one, yes, 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 part of our news tag, news team on Raw Radio, the Iceman, JD, Jerry, Drama, ladies and gentlemen. Well, give him a big round of applause right here after John and I beat the living crap out of him. <laughs> John, and, and now you're saying, JD, they were waiting to get you guys last night. I, he did not want, you did not want to say anything. <laughs> I had an inkling that you were doing this last night. I said, John said, Swerve. Yeah, this is this WCWS's version of Swerve. Yeah, with JD, JD, and Neil, Reggie, we all got Swerved by uh, the Iceman right here tonight. Uh, I don't know what, 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 what sparked this, but I know apparently something had to and all that, and I wanted to get one up over our heads, especially going after the big dog right here. So, uh, <laughs> very funny. Uh, and, uh, and uh, Andy James, is there anything else you wanted to add for the, uh, um, and Neil says, bravo, J.D., yeah, bravo, yes, indeed, bravo, indeed. <laughs> And is there anything else you wanted to add for your review of SmackDown before before I take before I drag JD all the way down here from Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and beat the living crap out of? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pulling your chain, JD. Um, and John says we've just been JD trolled. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right, uh, no, not not but ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman knows how to keep everybody going here on our shows in the radio network and all that. And this was the best one of them all. So my kudos, my hats off to uh, the Iceman here for that dude. Uh, bravo, indeed, there, JD. Uh, and Anna says she has nothing else to add. Uh, but uh, before we go any further here, because we have a few moments left before we go off the air tonight, let's take care of this little bit piece of business one more time. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode three sixty eight of the Mothership Broadcast WWS Revolution. This is Wednesday, July twenty six, two thousand and seventeen. I am Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw, uh, <clears throat> victim number one, or I'm calling myself now. Uh, victim number two was uh, well, no, no, actually the perpetrator behind all this was the Iceman JP. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, JD, of course, uh, one third of the team that brings you as well. Radio, every Monday afternoon, right here on TalkShoot.com. Of course, he's also a 2015 and 17 Hall of Famer. We also have the human surplus machine, John Gross, on the chat box tonight. He's the first 2016 Hall of Famer, and also, of course, part of the also another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team. Also, um, also on the chat box, we have, of course, our friend Anil from Florida, who we met last night. Also, we have another gentleman who's popped on here tonight, uh, Reggie who, of course, has given us a very nice prop here um, about, of course, our uh, um, about our show here tonight. Of course, comparing that to saying that we're a little better than some of the shows he's heard on Talk Show. And, Reggie, thank you for the compliment again, my man. That, uh, and that's what I mean when I say I love to hear what everyone has to say about us. And this right here, right here, is the ultimate example. So I do thank it, Reggie for bringing that here to our attention here tonight. And also, of course, on our live video chat, uh, courtesy of AWA U.S. History Lives, uh, excuse me, another 2016 Hall of Famer and a multiple trivia title holder in Revolution Reborn. 
It is the last ticker herself, Miss Anne-Marie Rickenbach, has also joined us as well via that. And speaking of Anne, uh, while J.D. and John and Neil and, every, and Reggie was giving their thoughts and opinions about Battleground and SmackDown, all that, all that rhymed. <laughs> Battleground, SmackDown, yeah. there you go. Uh, she actually brought something to my attention that we haven't done in a while. And, you know, and we don't get to do this that often here. And, of course, as I just did mention, of course, the, the trivia titles here, of course, uh, that we that we have uh, of course have uh, set up, and of course a lot of our guys here in the radio network as well as other folks on Facebook do hold a lot of these belts that we have that we have that we have uh, had matches for of course for these for these championships from time to time. Uh, and has brought to my attention that she would like to have a trivia match tonight, and she wants to have it against JD. Yes. Uh, and is going wanting to put a title up against you. Yes, I talked to her about this earlier. We were talking about this, and I asked her what title would she like to defend tonight. And she has already brought that to my attention. She has she has brought to my attention the uh, let me double and I'll have to double check this to make absolutely certain about this. Uh, uh, let me get this out of my way here. Uh, I can pull this up right here, of course. Uh, Moss Hazelgan Davalos remind you top heels on tomorrow night at 7 p.m. 140562 and Wolfpack at 9135218 pounds. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much, dear uh, JD, for the club for tomorrow night. And we're double-checking <clears throat> something here, folks. Uh, forgive me for just one second. Yeah, that's in that. However, just one quick uh, note. You guys probably mentioned it earlier on Outside the Ropes, but if not, however, for you movie fans here, are the top movies this weekend. Dunkirk, $50.5 million. Girls Trip, $31.2 million. Spider-Man 2 went down a spot to $22.1 million in three weeks. It's made... Two hundred fifty-one point eight million so far, believe it or not, on a budget of one seventy-five million. War for the Planet of the Apes on a budget of one hundred fifty million is being ninety-eight point two million. It's dropped fourth in three spots this week, from first to fourth at twenty point eight million this week. And Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, which got mixed reviews to somewhat fair average, above average reviews, seventeen million on a budget of one hundred seventy-seven point. $2 million. We are top five this weekend. The Dunkirk girls' trip uh, were the top two this week. Howard Dunkirk is supposed to be very, very good. In fact, I might go see it this weekend, depending on the weather. And girls' trip is supposed to be very, very fine. The one with Jada Pinkett Smith and Regina Hill. Oh, oh. 
Yes, uh, I've been hearing a whole lot about uh, about uh, that movie Dunkirk, uh, story about uh, Winston Churchill. Yeah. Um, and uh, John also says here about the thing you did a while ago, JD. He says one more rhythm on JD, and that'll be it. JD did it for the rock. <laughs> yes, I did. I did it for the rock. <laughs> <laughs> he did it for the rock. Yeah. And of course, moving uh, out this weekend, we got Atomic uh, Blonde with Charlie Theron. It's supposed to be very, very good. Uh, the Emoji Movie, starring Patrick Stewart, T.J. Miller from the Office Christmas Party, and James Corden. Al Gore stars in an inconvenient sequel, Truth to the Power. Brigsby Bear starring Claire Danes and Luke Skywalker and Great Kinnear. Mark Hamill and them out. Detroit, which is supposed to be very, very good, even though it's going to be unlimited out this week. It's supposed to be pretty good based on the uh, Detroit Death Minus Minus 67. And Marion Coldred, who, of course, has been in the movie Public Enemies, the one with John Dillinger, uh, returns from the land of the moon. She was also in that movie with Brad Pitt earlier this year that became a somewhat interesting movie. So those are some of the movies coming out this week. And Charlie Stern is also in another movie, in a limited role, Harvey Bartom called the last face, but Atomic Blonde, however, with her and James McAvoy, where she plays a female spy, is supposed to be very, very good, I heard. Mm. Those are your top movies this week, however, but again, Detroit, I believe, will be out full force next week, however, I believe it will be eliminated this week. But I've heard some very good things about that movie. Detroit's supposed to be very, very good. So I'm Will Poulter, Algie Smith, and Jacob Lattimore. Indeed, indeed. Uh, like, like I said before, I mean, Ugly. And of course, uh, some of the other non-wrestling news in the past week include a little bit of a tiff between David Price, the Boston Red Sox, and Dennis Eckersley, who got into a team fight on the team flight back from Toronto earlier this month. In fact, this is the report on the day of the episode, according to Dan Shaughnessy of the Boston Globe. On the day of the episode, Price was standing near the middle of the team aircraft surrounded by fellow players Wayne Fackersley. When Eck approached on his way back to the plane, Sox broadcasters traditionally sit in the rear of the aircraft. A grandstanding Price stood in front of him and shouted, Here he is, the greatest pitcher ever lived. This game is easy for him. When a stunned Eckersley tried to speak, Price shot back with, quote, Get the explicitive out of here. Many players applauded. Eckersley then made his way back to the of the plane as players in the middle of the plane started their car games. In the middle of the short flight, Eckersley got off and walked toward the front where Sox boss 
Dave Dombrowski, formerly of the Florida Marlins, was seated. When X passed through the card section, playing section in the middle, Price went on and again, shine. get the blank out of here. Assuming this account is accurate, his behavior was nothing short of disgraceful, however. Disgraceful in that Price was too much of a coward to take up his issues with accuracy one-on-one. Beyond that, it's classic bully behavior with Price waiting until he was run up by lackeys to hurl insults in a situation where Eckersley had no opportunity to effectively respond. But according to Craig Calcara of NBC Sports, however, he says, it's mostly just sad. Sad that Price is so painfully sensitive that he cannot handle criticism of a man who is, without question, one of the best who has ever played the game. One of the few men who's been in his shoes and stood on that same mound and faced the same sort of challenges Price has attempted to face. And it should be noted faced them with more success in his career than Price has to offer. Shame on him for acting like a child. Shame on his teammates for backing him up. Shame on manager John Farrell and the rest of the Red Sox organization for not sitting, for not seeing Price down. Explain that he messed up and encouraging him to apologize. And then of course, if he apologizes now, it's not because he means it. He's had a month to reflect. It's simply because his disgraceful behavior is now all over the pages of the Boston Globe. What a pathetic display. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely that. And of course, the uh, news continues about Kyrie Irving. Of course, last week it all started with him being traded. Howard maybe out of Cleveland. Howard, I mean, I'm sure everyone's been following that story over the last few weeks. Howard, a lot of people think Howard, him and LeBron James are not seen eye. I mean, they've been reporting. Of course, we've been reporting it in movie fans worldwide 2.0. In case you're wondering, but. It seems like every day we have new developments coming out of the Kyrie Irving issue. It depends on who you talk to. Brian Windhorst of uh, ESPN, uh, Rich Eisen, Dan Patrick have all been weighing in on it, however. Uh, Colin Coward has been talking about but I think there's been some talk he might be traded to the Phoenix Suns. Irving might be, or he might be staying in Cleveland. We really don't know yet. I mean, it's become a very, very heated issue, to say the least. Indeed, indeed. <clears throat> Thank you very much there, J.D. Uh, my apologies, as you know, for the delay. We were having some confirmation here about, as we mentioned before, and the last figure, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, is, is, is wanting to do a trivia title match. She has is, she is, she is challenged the Iceman, Jared DiGuelamo. Uh We were trying to get confirmation on 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 the belts that, of course, as you know, uh, the last figure, last, last figure, does hold does hold a, a few of them here. Uh, of course, that when we're doing our Revolution Reborn uh, uh, trivia contest, the belt that was the belt that was pretty much being up for dispute right now was the SWC or Facebook Wrestling Community World Heavyweight Championship. We've got two different sources saying that we said we have one source saying. That she that Anne is currently holding that belt, but we have another source which is on the group page, page for Facebook Wrestling Community, saying it's being held by somebody else. So right now that belt is up in dispute until we can find out. And I'm not I'm not vacating it or anything. We're just trying to find out which one which. But I made both posts, so I got to try to confirm which one you know is is more you know more recent. Is it the one in Facebook Wrestling Community, or is it the list of, of what we call the Hall of Champions, where we have a list of everyone who currently holds the belt in in WWUS? Uh, so we're trying to get confirmation on that. And until then, uh, Anne has agreed to put another championship up. 
I did double check the list and all that, and I can confirm that she does hold firmly hold this belt, uh, and that is the NXT NG World Heavyweight Title. Um, but uh, but I do believe she. I, I thought at one point she was scheduled to. Uh, let me try it once again here, guys. Yeah, my my apologies here for the continued the delay here. Uh, um, because we, because like we had a few minutes, we can actually do do a uh, we can actually do a uh, do a match here. Like I just have to make certain here before. Uh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what? I have a much better idea. I have a much better. I have a much better idea. I'm gonna talk to her right now. So I think she was going to defend the NXT and G against another person. So we're trying to get the okay. All right. So we have another one. So we're now all set to go here, folks. Um, and and JD DeBelchi is now officially chosen. Until like I said, we have to we clear up the Facebook Wrestling Community Heavyweight Belt. She has decided to put up a WWS. YG or what we call Young Generation Championship. I will accept uh, that. Okay. All right. Uh, my question to both you, John, and you, Ann, I mean, JD, and you, Ann, is that is there a topic of choice? I will, will go with. Or did, no, that's one. That's yeah. an idea. I know. Yes, sir. Okay, I'll do ten questions on Hulk Hogan. I'm going to do the question. Okay, let me see. Let's see, Ann. Um, let me see if she can. I'll, I'll get her back on here. Uh, Ann, do you? Ann, do you want to? Uh, JD has proposed ten questions on the Hall of Famer Hulk Hogan. And it appears that Anil and uh, Reggie have left us here tonight. So, gentlemen, we thank you very much for coming on here tonight. And and, and please return. We'd love to have you all back on our shows here really, really soon. Thank you very much, dear gentlemen, for popping on here tonight on 368 of Revolution. Starting to get a pretty good cult following there. I like that. I don't know why I said the word. Why did I say the word cult? <laughs> and Anne has agreed. Oh. So, ladies and, so, ladies and gentlemen, um, 
this ought to be pretty. This ought to be uh, pretty quick right here. Uh, um, as we will, as ladies and we will do a ten question thing, and uh, I'll say, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. No, no, Neil's still here. Reggie left. I'm sorry. I saw. I forgot. Guess number five was the prankster over here. JD. Yeah. I forgot about that. See, JD, that's why you screwed me up, man. Don't do, don't do that. Yeah. Okay. As I'm sure you remember the Andy Griffith show there, JD. You be everything. You know that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I will go ahead and get this thing rocking and rolling here. As of course, like I said, we will have. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I will try to find a source right here. Um, instead of trying to come up with some on my own. Uh, let's see if we can find anything like that. Uh, so give me a moment here while we do that. And Ann, I will need for you to hand me said belt, if you please. First of all, we get the match all underway here, prepped up here. You can hand me the belt. And ladies and gentlemen, our people here that hold these belts actually do keep them nice and shiny. Uh, they always look good when they win them, and they keep them, they keep them looking good while they're holding them. And of course, all of our folks here and thank you very much there, my dear. I do appreciate that. Thank you. And I will hold on to that. As everyone can see, like I said, the YG belt uh, right here, of course, I will present a picture of that belt here, hopefully here moment, moment, uh, momentarily. There you go. I will say the word in just a minute. Okay. All right. Well, no, no, that's not, that's not no, because I won't, I won't be able to get the, Oh, uh, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, we're going to do it off, of course, our one of our favorite sites here, which is, of course, funtrivia.com, where we ask a lot of these trivia questions anyway. Of course, I won't be able to give the uh, give you the answers until the end of the uh, the end of the uh, of the bout. So, uh, <clears throat> well, no, let's not do that because I can only do that one time. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to give me just a moment here. Uh, uh, let's see. Hmm. Oh, no. oh, um, John, I'm going to be doing the questions, bud. Uh, so, I mean, you can stay. I'm going to tell you to stay in the chat box. Uh, but, uh. Sorry. 
That's okay. That's okay. But you can uh, you can you can, you can stand here and uh, you can, you can stay here. But you already it was me. It was me, the higher power all along. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. I think I found some here. Uh, I'll be able to check the answers here in a little bit here. Okay. All right. Uh, JD and Ann, uh, here we go here. Of course, let me do the normal method. And we have to go past the 10 o'clock hour. We'll go past the 10 o'clock hour. Okay, here we go. 11 o'clock hour. Excuse me. Ding, 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 ding. Ladies and gentlemen, W7US Revolution presents here the following contest scheduled before 10 questions is for the WWUS YG Championship. First off, the challenger from Pit, from Arm Pittsburgh, I'm just picking, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, he is, of course, a 2015 and 17 WWUS Hall of Famer. He is the one and the only, the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared D. Geronimo. Okay, <laughs> and his opponent from Jacksonville, Arkansas, she is the current WCWS YG champion, the last kicker, and Marie Rickenbach. Well, thank you very much. I did. And and Ann and and Judy, look very carefully. These are ten questions. And we'll come up with our we'll come up with our own what I'm gonna do since I'm answering off the internet tonight. All the questions will be worth ten points. Keep that in mind. Okay, so J D are you ready to go, sir? Ready. Ann, are you ready to go? I about to use the word sir for her. I if I said that there she would so. <laughs> And remember what's at stake here, folks. It is the YG title. So just be just to make sure she is, to make sure that Anne is ready here. <clears throat> okay, let's see. Okay, Anne, are you ready to go? Okay, she is. Okay, she's ready to go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Question. Question number one. Like I said, I will ask. I will ask this to both uh, JD and Ann, and all these questions will go to JD and Ann. And like I said before, uh, we'll not be able to give you the, let you know if they're correct or not until after all the questions have been answered. So. <clears throat> So like I said, just remember, let's remember here indeed. Uh, if we have a tie at the end of this, I will ask a sudden death question. Okay. Here we go here, folks. Question number one. What is Hulk Hogan's real name? Is it Terry Jean B-O-L-L-E-R-A? B, Terry Jean B-O-L-L-E-A? C, Terry Jean P 
P-O-L-L-E-R-A, or D, Terry Jean, P-O-L-L-E-A. Uh, JD, uh, make it easier to say A, B, C, or D. Uh, if you like to do that, please go ahead. What is your answer? Terry Jean Bollea, B-O-L-L-E-A-B. That's my final okay. answer. Okay, all right. Hang on, Chad. Yes. I'll do the sound. The sound? I mean, the uh, right and wrong sound. I got a good one for this. Okay. Well, remember, like I said, I can't I can't give you the clear enough. I can't give you the actual answer until after all of them have been asked. That's the way this, these questions online are set. Oh, okay. So, Sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't know, okay, but after they get checked, well, let me check them, bud. Have, have your sounds ready to go. Wait a minute. Hold on, I got her here. Hang on. Holy cow, look at that. <laughs> oh, and Anne-Marie Rickenbach has now joined us via video call off of Facebook uh, because the, the thing was not working it very well. Anne, did you get the question before? Anne? No. Okay, let me re- let me ask the question, and JB, you already answered. This is for Ann only. Yes. What is Hulk Hogan's real name? I'm going to go through each one and very carefully. You just say A, B, C, or D for this. That way it won't get confusing. Is it Terry Jean B-O-L-L-E-R-A, B, B-O-L-L-E-A, B, P O L L E R A or D P O L L E A A B C or D A You're saying A, you're saying B O L L E R A Is that what you're saying? Wait, I don't understand the question. Well, Hulk Hogan's the Hulk Hogan is not his real name. That's his character name. He goes by. He was born under another name. All these wrestlers, a lot of these wrestlers have different names. Okay. Okay. His real first name is Terry, and his real middle name is Gene G E N E. But how is his? That's what this is asking. What? How is his last name spelled? Is it? Is it A B O L L E R A? B B O L L E A C P O. Okay, what do you say? A B C. You're saying A. Is that your final answer? Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, hmm. Okay. Let's see how I'm going to choose this. How I'm going to choose it. Okay. JD, are you satisfied with your answer? Yes. And are you satisfied with yours? Yep. Okay. I wish I can. Uh, okay. Well. Okay. Hang on, man. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it this way here, so that way. This this will kind of help me a little bit here, okay? So give me just a second here, guys. So, this, so, that, so that way we can be fair here. 
we can be fair here, so that way, you know, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to get ruled out here. We have the meat. What the heck? You ever heard that commercial for Arby's? We have oh, the meat. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And watching TV and that Arby's commercial came on. I'm talking about the commercial that came on a little while ago that said Arbin Square. I know what you're watching. I have an idea. About what about what JD and Ann has said for the first question. JD it says B and Ann it says A. Okay. I'll let you help me out with that part too, so that way that we you can help me. Okay. Uh, All right. I'll just do something to help me, so that way I can better do this. Okay, Ann, listen very carefully. Ann, okay. Ann, stop stop looking at guys throwing throwing balls around here for a minute. Uh, she's watching a baseball game. That's why I was teasing her on this. All right, here we go. Question number two. After leaving the WWE for WCW, Hogan became the villainous leader of what group? The NOW, the NWA, the NWO, or the NWC? JD? NWO. And? The NWO. Okay. John, make a note, both said C. Okay. NWO. Right. Yeah. Or if you want to, like I said, just put like one and a and the letter that they chose. So okay. That might help you out. If you had to do it that way. Okay. There you go. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. Question number three. Hogan was elected to the WWE Hall of Fame in what year? Was it 02, 03, 04, or 05? JD. 05. But, and? Okay, John, both say D. They would be correct. Oh, no, no, oh, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. The end, but we're doing this at the end, okay? Oh, That's what you want to do to help me keep up with it. That's why I'm asking you to write it down. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm sorry if I confused you, but that's why I wanted. Okay? Oh, that's fine, okay. that's fine, that's fine. Okay, 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 thank, thank I'll you. I'll be right much. back and get a paper, by the way, because I don't have a paper and pen. <laughs> Okay, I'll, wait I'll be. I'll be back. We'll, we'll pause for a minute while John gets a pen and paper and all that, and uh, and while we all sit here and get comfortable and all that, JD is sitting chilling. Of course, uh, uh, actually kind of drooling right now. Hopefully, he may get to go home with a title belt around his waist. And Anne is hoping to keep said belt and all that while she's watching guys throw baseballs around. 
Well, I know our Cubs are winning. My boys lost today to San Francisco. And what game are you watching? Cubs versus the White Sox. <laughs> and of course, the Cubs are winning again, five to one. I'm not surprised. Uh, she says 6-1, J.D. 6-1 now. Okay, it's updated. Okay. That's all right. That's, I think, our record against the Cubs this year, however, six, in Wrigley, 6-1. and one. Are they playing in Wrigley? Yes. No. They're playing at White Sox. U.S. Cellular Field. U.S. Cellular. That's where the White Sox play. Yeah. Well, it's now called the Cubs. What's it called? It's called. All uh, right. Rate something. Rate something. JD is called the rate. It's called the rate something field. Okay, before it was only U.S. Cellular. I remember, and it's being okay. named the field. Okay. All is right. The Braves still using, is the Braves still using Turner Field? No, the Braves got a new stadium this year. Oh, is it is it open up or the new one is open up already? Yeah. Yeah, it's opened up. It's okay. Uh, let me. I gotta figure out what it's called. I know, I, I know they're opening up the new football stadium, however, this year, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. However, let's see. Yeah, it is SunTrust Park. It's called. SunTrust. This is in Atlanta. Yes. Okay. Because right. uh, that cost them park. Hold on, I'll tell you how much. I, I know it cost a pretty penny to build that stadium. Let's see. It cost the final figure was. Uh, six hundred and twenty-two million. Holy cow! That's a that's a big amount. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Let's go and get back. Let's go and get back to the questions here. Let me go ahead and reiterate here. Uh, John, since you got pen and piece of paper, let's write them down just like this. Calgary just played there a couple weeks ago, and back in April, Billy Joel was there, and thirty-seven thousand one hundred nine showed up for that concert. Hmm, that's big. Very big. Uh, for question number one, uh, remember John J.D. said letter B for his answer, and Ann said letter A. Okay. Okay. B. J.D. and Ann, they both picked that B. The J.D. said B, Ann said A, so they said two different answers. Uh, okay. Okay. Right, right, okay. okay. And question number two, both did answer C. C, and okay. Let me know where you're at. I don't want to rush you. No, you're fine. You're fine. Number and, three. And number three, both answered D. D. D as in dog. Oh, D as in dog. Sorry. D in dog. Okay. Uh, I'll say that in case I know B and D do sound about the same, so that's why I have to be careful. Okay. All right, here we go here now. JD and Ann, here we go. We're back on track now. Question number four. Hogan holds the record for the longest reign as WCW World Heavyweight Champion as of the beginning of 2012. How long did he hold this coveted title? Was it A, 469 days, B, 374 days, C, 522 days, or D, 273 days. And this time I'm going to switch it around a bit, and I'm going to start with you first. A, B, C, or D? 
You're saying A. Final answer, A. Yep. JD. I'm going to say C, and that's my final answer. Okay. John, Ann says A. JD says C. All right. Writing them down. Excellent. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. That that takes it. That takes it off of my mind. So I want to be thinking about it. Hmm. All right. Excellent. Very good. Very good. All right. Question number five here, folks. This is getting down. And we're you're halfway there. So uh, y'all listen very carefully. In what city was Hulk Hogan born on August the eleventh, nineteen fifty three? Was it A. Augusta, Georgia? B. Birmingham, Alabama? C. Carlisle, Florida? Or D. Russell's, Florida. And I'll start with you again. What were the answers again? Augusta, Georgia, Birmingham, Alabama, Carlisle, Florida, or Russell's, Florida. Uh, You're saying A. Is that your final? Okay, John, Ann says A. Uh, J.D.? I'm going to say Augusta, Georgia, too. That's my final Okay, John, both say A. All right. Okay. All right. Question number two. Before becoming a professional wrestler, Hogan played for many bands in Florida. What instrument did he play? Was it the drums, the rhythm guitar, the keyboards, or the bass guitar? JD, I'll go back to you first. I'm going to say bass guitar. You're saying bass guitar. Uh, Ann. Bass guitar. Okay. Uh, John, both say D as in dog. You know, it's funny when they, uh, when he was playing bass, but in the Real American video, he's playing electric guitar on that yeah. song. I bet you in the video he was probably only acting like he was playing a guitar, but I don't think he was actually playing it. Yeah. Hey, ben, I don't know. I have no idea because I saw the video. But, I mean, I could be wrong on that. Okay. He's, a good, he's a good artist. I mean, he did it for that video. That in the first part of the song, they show him playing the bass, and then then at the end of the song, I mean, when the sol- I think at the bridge of the solo, he starts playing the guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did that too, I think, when Vincent Mann was singing Stand Back. He played the guitar yeah, on that. Yeah, he played bass on that. He, oh, he, played, he, was he was actually playing the guitar then, but I think in that video, I don't think he, I think he was acting like he was, because, I mean, like we said, he He's not in your McMahon joke. Let's save that to the end here. Let's focus on getting this done. Okay. And then I, I want I want to hear it though, but let's play to be good because but like I said, we have a title on we have a title on the line here. Anne, are you Anne, are you back with us? Uh, hold on. Uh, I, I think Anne has had to take her earphones out of her ears here. I think she's listening to us that way. Uh, Anne, are you back with us? Are you okay? Are you back on with us now? Okay. All right, here we go. Question number seven here, folks. Hogan dropped out of college because it was interfering with his time playing in a band. What college was it? Was it Miami University, 
University of South Florida, Florida State, or Florida? And, J.D., I'll start with you first. University of South Florida, that's my final answer. Okay, and? University of South Florida. Okay, okay. Uh, John, both say B as in boy. All right. All right, thank you very much. Uh, question number eight. In WrestleMania three, Hogan defended his title in a match against another wrestler. During the match, he body slammed his opponent, which later became known as the body slam hold around the world. Which wrestler did Hogan body slam? Was it Andre the Giant, adorable Adrian Adonis, Rikishi, or the Ugandan Giant? And Ann, I'll start with you first. Andre the Giant. Okay. Andre. That's my final answer. Okay. And John both say A on that list. All right. All right. All right. Question number nine. Okay. You all get down to the wire here, y'all. Y'all listen very carefully here. Listen very carefully. Number nine. Hogan had his own reality show for a while. What was the name of it? Was it Hogan's Family, Hulkomania, Hollywood Hogan? Or Hogan Knows Best. And I'll start with you. Hogan, Hogan Knows Best. Okay, the show that he did with his family, you said? Yeah, yeah, the reality show. Hogan yeah. Knows Best. Okay. Uh, John both say D as in dog. All right. All right, the final question. Question number 10. In 2008, Hogan was diagnosed with what? Was it A, Parkinson's disease, B, type 2 diabetes, C, skin cancer, or D, colon cancer? J.D., I'll start with you. Ooh, I'm going to say, what year was this again you said? 08. Okay, 2008, he was diagnosed with, if memory serves me, I think it was... We're peaking, J.D. I'm not peaking. I think it was skin cancer. That's my you're saying you're saying skin cancer, okay? Uh, John KD is saying the letter C. I know. All right, and Ann, what's your answer? Uh, what was the question? What was the question? All right, I'll ask it. I'll ask this for Ann while we're last question. Ann, in 2008, Hogan was diagnosed with what disease? Was it A, Parkinson's, B, type 2 diabetes, B, skin cancer, or D, colon cancer? Uh, skin cancer. You're saying C as well? Yeah. Okay, John. Final okay, John, Ann is also saying C. All right. And remember, uh, John, okay, John, also remember, uh, when you get ready to add, remember, each one is worth 10. Remember that very carefully. I okay, all right. Okay, let's go run down the answers here, folks. So, Ann, listen very carefully. Like I said, your belt is at stake here. You need to listen to this very, very carefully. Are you listening? Okay, here we go. Number one, Hope Hogan's real name. His last name is spelled. It is B, B-O-L-L-E-A. J.D. had that question, I do believe, Correct. So, J.D. earns 10 points. 
Question number two. Of course, Hogan became, after Hogan came to WCW, Hogan became the leader of what group? But then this group, both said the NWO, and you are correct on both. So, John, uh, both both folks get 10 points each. Yep. Of course, NWO stands for New World Order, which consisted of Hogan, Kevin Nash, Eric Bischoff, Scott Hall, and, of course, other folks as well. We all remember them. Definitely. Number three, Hogan was elected to the Hall of Fame. Uh, let's see, both said, I think, D is in dog, right, John? Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay, and and both would be correct. It was, in fact, 2005. That's when they were doing, like, an all-80s Hall of Fame class, as, as I remember correctly. <laughs> That's why I called it. Okay, number four, Hogan holds the record for the longest win as WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, for how many days did he hold it? Uh, saying Ann, Ann said A. Is that right, John? Yeah. And JD said C, right? Yeah. Ann was correct. It was 469 days. So Ann gets 10 points for that question. Question number five. <clears throat> uh, what city was Hulk Hogan born in 1953? Uh, both folks said A. Is that correct there, John? Yeah. And both would be correct. It was, in fact, Augusta, Georgia, where Hulk Hogan was born. A lot of people think it was in Florida, but no, it was in Georgia where he was born. I did not know that. That kind of blew my mind on that. Uh, John, as of these five questions, uh, can you tally up what we have so far? Uh, who, uh, what is this, who has what score for? You guys are tied at 40. With five questions? Yes. Are you sure now? Okay, that's okay. JD had the first one, so it was 10 nothing. Yes. Okay. JD had the second question, it was 20 to 10. Cool. JD right. had the third question again, 30 to 20. And had the next question, and it's all tied now. And that's Ann and JD. Had the next question, so they're tied at forty. They're tied at forty. Okay, I see. Because uh, I see one guy, one guy. Okay, because I, I got the how many days yet? She's got it right before sixty-nine. I was wrong on the answer. Okay, so one. So we have some that one got it right, one got it wrong. Okay, that's what it is. So we're tied at forty. What you say, John? Right now? Yes. Okay, right now as we go into the second half, as was reported by the Inquisitor Machine. The Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the last six of Emily Rickenbach are tied at 40 points apiece at this opportunity for the WWUS YG Championship. Okay, here we go. Of course, I've been played for many bands in Florida. What instrument did he play? Uh, John, what letter did, what letter did uh, J.D. and Ann play for this question, number six? Um, they, they said B. They said what letter is that, please? They got more ten points, and they were right. They're, they both got right. It wasn't that face to color. That's right. All right. All right. Question number seven. Uh, Hogan dropped out of college because he was interfering with his band. What college was it? And what did, what did both people? What did what did both, what did your DNA say for this question? What letter? Face. B. Okay, and both were correct on that. It was the University of South Florida. 
two, three, Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky four, or Rocky five. What form did Hulk Hogan? Uh, uh, you're gonna say Rocky three, JD. Okay, JD. Yes, it was Rocky three. Okay. Whoa. We now go into. Okay. Uh. Okay. Okay. Um. That was. Uh, that was. was too confusing. Uh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Uh. No. 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 John, is it yours? Yeah. No, 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 Another sudden death question? Continue. Oh, Lord, J.D. Uh, I won't accept that. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, okay. Okay, and I hate to go back a little ways, but uh, this is the only thing that comes to mind. Hogan was involved in a four corners match for the WCW title at Spring Stampede in 1999. He went out early due to what type of injury? Was it his Was it his arm, his hand, his foot, or his knee? J.D. You said this was a Spring Stampede? Spring Stampede, 1999, the four-pointers match. Okay, and what was the choices again? Arm, hand, foot, or knee? I'm going to say knee. Son of a... <laughs> well, that 120 points of peace. <laughs> Uh, JD and Ann are on a roll with tonight here. Okay. Continue. Oh, oh, Lord, you're working out now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Whoa! I'm ready for you. <laughs> She's fired up tonight here, folks. She's fired up here. Okay. Okay, let me see. Let me try to think of something more recent here. Uh, uh, okay, here's something a little bit more recent.
on an episode of Monday Night Raw in 2005, Hogan was the was the guest on a on a talk show talking about his reality show Hogan Hogan Knows Best when he was attacked by the show's host and Kurt Angle. Which show was it? Was it Piper's Pit? Was it Chris Jericho's Highlight Reel? Or was it Carlito's Cabana? And I'll ask you first. He said 2005. Yes. Yeah, it is. I'm hoping that's right. Because if it's not, I'm going to... No, it is. It is. It is. It is. The last round of time that Hogan Does Best came out, I think, was 05, I think. I want to say... Is that your final answer? Yep. All right, J.D. Carlitos Cabana, final answer. And they're still tied. Still tied at 140. (laughs) Keep going. You kind of let me out. <laughs> You're trying to wear me out. Yeah, you are. Okay. Well, she wants to be. I can't. I, I cannot. I cannot. I do not doubt her. Her enthusiasm here. I cannot. Indeed. No. 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 Uh. Champion 
Last Chicker and Marine Oh, Rittenberg. shit, I should have known that you one. Do one in. Damn, that was a tough one. Very good match, and that was a tough one. I should have known that. Darn it. I just watched that match two weeks ago. Crap, I should have known that. Good, good match. That was a close match, though. That was a very, very close match. Good match, Dan. Yeah. Remember, Jinky, the Intercontinental Strap. That's right. That's what threw me. Damn it. Good one. Very good match, Dan. Very, very good match. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, a very good contest indeed. Uh, And uh, and especially on the Cooper Hall thing with Paul Perkins. That was impressive. All right. All right, put the board down. Another successful title defense there, indeed. Um, very, yeah. very tough we'll match. That was a tough one. we got to do that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, one of the best ways to win... But let me fill this out right now. John, yeah. I'm calling you out next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, and I know you have that AWA belt. I want that AWA belt in my stash. So I'm going to challenge you tomorrow night, if you're willing, to challenge me. Well, this, this, see, this is, I have, I have to go to a game tomorrow. It's going to be about, at 7. Right, what, about Friday, what about Friday night? Hmm. I, I have a suggestion. What's that? How about on Raw Radio? Monday? Yeah. All right. Well, Okay, well, if you know, well, remember, I'm I, remember, and like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to play any little favorites or whatever, but remember, if you if you do a trivia title contest, I have to be involved in this. Yeah. So, All right. So, how about this? So, Why don't we do this? No, 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 Next, no, no, no I got, I got, I got, I got it. Next Tuesday night, after the raw review, after the news and headlines and the birthdays. Next Tuesday night, I'm going to need. Yeah. Uh, so you want, so are you talking about next Tuesday night on Revolution? On Revolution, after, after the news and headlines. Stuff. That might take a little while. Hold on, I've got it. I, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. No, I, JD, I like the idea. Hold on. I got it. I got it. What was originally said here? I like that idea. I love that idea. That'd be that'd be a Monday. That'd be a historic first, right there. If you think about it. Yep. Raw radio Monday afternoon. After we get all the and and now this is Monday afternoon. Dear, are you going? Are you not going to be occupied? Are you going to be around? No. Monday afternoon. That's when we're going to do this. Are you sure? Are you going to be? Are you going to be near near anything that you can listen in on this? Yeah. M- Monday afternoon. Remember, this thing starts. Okay. All right. Well, it'll be two o'clock your time, so keep that in mind. So. Yeah. Okay. All right then. So, JD, don't don't want the minute to go over your head here, but that's what we'll do. So apparently. J.D. has challenged, ladies and gentlemen, the Human Superstar Shane John Gross for the AWA U.S. World Heavyweight Championship. And it has been decided Raw Radio will be the battleground, so to speak. <laughs> yes. I like that. Yeah. 
And of course, I'll give JD, you, and John an opportunity to decide on what what topic. All right. You two, you two will decide and agree on the topic. Uh, we'll do, like I said, ten questions. Like I said, with and keep it four, and um, and and uh, and we'll uh, see how we I do with that. Okay, go ahead. Shawn Michaels. We say John. Yeah, we can do that. HBK. All right. Speaking of Raw Radio, and I don't mean to cut you off, Chad, I don't mean to cut you off, but tomorrow is going to be the two years that me and JD did Raw Radio. Yes. Uh, Adil um, and won the trivia contest in a sudden death. It was a very close contest. Yes. Um... Well, uh, Anil Ann spells it A-N-N, by the way. But you have the good idea. And he actually admitted that this was also a great match. So there you go. But he says A-N-A-N-N or A-N-A-N-N-E. He didn't know how you spelled your name. Versus J-D was a great match. Okay. Well, yes, it was. Yes, it was. I cannot believe the color of a... Wrestling belt strap through JD off. I know. Oh, I should have known that. <laughs> that got you good, man. Yes, it, it did. Yes, it did indeed. Oh, that note here, folks. Uh, okay, guys. I'm, well, like I said, I'm leaving myself too, so the rest of you guys have a swell good night. And JD, you better be ready for me this Monday. I will be ready for you. <laughs> yeah, but like I was saying earlier, two years to the day we had Raw Radio, yes. it's still it's still <laughs> the best. Yes. And as for that guest for Reggie, thank you for telling us um, that our sh- that this is our best show. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, I do. We do things with a confidence, a confidence there. Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. I always get some support from these guys, from a lot of these people. Well, like I said, I mean, I've had no idea who a lot of them were anyway. I mean, Anil came to us on Wrestling Revisited last night, and then he came on uh, Revolution. Now, Reggie's already gone, by the way, JD. Hi. <laughs> Okay. Yes, Jenny, I can't believe you would do something like that. I can't believe you would do something like that. Oh, yeah. my baby. Yeah, it's time to step a Philly cheesecake up, ladies. All right, guys. All right, guys. Okay, now I'm joking. Lady, no more pranking this time, all right? All right. Talk to you tomorrow, man. See you later, man. Have a good night, sir, John. Have a good night, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, this has been an episode of 368 right here of WWUS Revolution. We'll extend the position here tonight where the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, has once again gets to hold on to the WWUS YG Championship with a score I do believe we said was... 160 uh, I think it was. Yeah, once, yeah that's right. Uh, Is it 20 uh, points? almost 20 points. And uh, I think three sudden death questions plus 10 regular questions it took for Anne to hold on to that belt, but she fought hard. Yes, she and did. It was a good battle. It was a very good battle. She fought well indeed and all that. Hey, Anne, girl power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go. And I do want to thank, of course, the Iceman, J.D., Jared D. Geraldo, 
Again, the Suplex Machine, John Gross, uh, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, and also, of course, our two of our good new friends here tonight, Emil from Florida and also uh, Reggie, who we didn't get a chance to find out more about. But we do thank him for the compliment he made here earlier uh, for our uh, for uh, our uh, our show here tonight. Here, of course, on talk, being the best he's heard on talk to you. I think that was a real good, nice compliment there, and I do appreciate that. Hope Anil and Reggie are able to come back on here and join us here for uh, for some more action here uh, coming up tomorrow night. As JD did mention, of course, Top Hill Inc. from seven to eight, one four zero five six two pounds. And NWO Wolfpack, 138-521-pound. We bring you more wrestling news and views, history and birthdays, and who knows whatever sort of fun we can get into, we'll definitely be bringing that here to you tonight. This is Mr. WSWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course. <clears throat> For, like I said, the Iceman, J.D. Jordy, Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, and also our good friends, Anil and Reggie. Uh, this is <clears throat> Revolution is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we're two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us here tonight. Take care of yourselves and each other. See you in the ring. And as always, and I do mean always, in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, God bless everyone. And have a great night. Good night. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.